0: Hi, welcome to Human Touch, a podcast that celebrates human conversation, the way we experience each other. Today again we'll try to jumpstart great everyday conversation. My name is Matikos and I'm your host. So let's go. Hi, this is episode number 61. Last week, I forgot to say, hi, this is episode number 60, because we had a guest and I was so excited, and I forgot. But hey, we can celebrate the milestone today. Last week, when I, when I had a guest, we were talking about speaking to others using stories and also about listening to others. So today, I want to continue this topic a little bit more. It's recently a lot on my mind because I'm not sure if I mentioned I spend my days now learning how to write web applications or simply put how to code and after years of uh, working on my own sadly I was thrown into an office full of people and when I don't stare at the computer I think a lot about human interactions and I want to navigate them well but I don't want to just navigate them well I want to be able to also do some good while around other people. So I think about it a lot. So let me share with you some of my thoughts. Being truthful and honest comes somewhere on the top of my list of things I consider as uh, important in the communication between people. This is my goal and, and my ideal, and I want to be as much truthful and honest as I can. To be a better person to be a better human now truth is a tricky one because it has to be served in just right amount not too little and not too much how do i mean it's like this commonly people assume that falsehood is dependent on whether the whether the words that are said are technically accurate or not Therefore, there is a tendency among people to assume that it's permitted to say words that are technically accurate, even though they might be misleading. For example, Andy calls Stuart because Stuart owes him money. Stuart's wife picks up the phone, but Stuart doesn't want to speak to Andy. And he actually wants to hide the fact that he is is at home. So he steps outside the house and asks his wife to tell that he's not at home. But Andy is not interested to know whether the steward is at this moment inside or outside the house. He wants to know whether the steward is near the phone and is available to talk to him about the money. And the truth is that steward is available. So even using words that are technically correct if we convey a message that is misleading, it's still a lie. It's not okay. We shouldn't waste our time deceiving people, but we should try to be honest through and through. You know, my mommy used to say, with lie, you'll get far, but you won't come back. So we should definitely stay away from lying. On the other hand, too much truth can also be bad. You know what he did at the office last week? Do you know what she said about you? You know, gossip, so, so harmful. We think, ah, it's just words, but it can ruin friendship, careers, marriages. But it's all true. Should I lie? I don't lie. I don't have to lie. I just need not to say anything. If all I can say is something that can be potentially harmful, then what benefit is there to me speaking? And if there is no positive benefit of me speaking, then what am I even doing here? And if you are afraid that your silence is going to be misconstrued for being boring, dull, then you can change conversation or just simply walk away. Isn't it better to just walk away, even if it seems awkward, rather than embarrass someone? behind their back or maybe even eventually cause them some trouble seems like no-brainer to me now let's flip it over and talk about good kind of talk i recently came across a piece by dan roth that talks about a higher level of conversation and that sounds very exciting to me because i love talking to people and i hope people love talking to me so how can we take it to another level. So he says that most of our discussions are just opportunities to swap information. A tells B about something that happened to her or about work, family or whatnot. And B responds with some relevant bit of information that he has gathered on that topic. After conversation ends, what happened is that basically they swap data banks. A knows what B knew before conversation and B knows what A knew about it before they talked. No new ideas were formed. There is absolutely nothing wrong about this kind of conversation. In fact, this is how most of our exchanges look like. The other week I had a short fundraising meeting and I didn't have a lot of time so I asked if I can chair the meeting so I can make sure it goes fast. And I made sure that only new information is shared and that we do not revisit the things that we discussed last time. And it turned out that once the information was shared and the tasks were allocated, we were able to finish in half the time I originally thought it would take. So, a lot of time, simple information exchange is good and necessary. But then there's so much more that we can achieve when we are when we spend time with other people. Dan Roth says there is a higher level of conversation at which two parties arrive at new insights based on their talking together and forming new ideas that previously did not exist in their minds. It's like this. Each person contains a collection of memories, of beliefs, of thoughts, of past experiences. And this is what forms their personality. This is who they are and this is what sets them apart from everyone else. So if instead of just regurgitating what they already know, A and B, take time to let other person's words resonate swirl around like a good single mold. Original ideas will come to existence. Conversation seen like this is a unique event. It's colliding of two worlds, of one person's experience and life situations with another person's personality. And that can give birth to unique thoughts and ideas. It's like two musicians that are playing together and each one is playing only part of melody, but the whole melody in a harmony only comes together in when they play in in the in a union. This is so deep, so so deep. Who wouldn't want to have such an experience, such a conversation? I want to. So then, how does it happen? Dan Roth says there are three ingredients. This is not easy. So please fasten your seatbelts. First, we must approach conversations eager to listen to what the other person has to say. When we speak with someone, whose words do we consider more important? Ours or theirs? Of course theirs. And it does not mean that we must remain silent. It is important that we, that we share our life experience and the wisdom that we've collected over the years. This is part of the conversation. But our main intent is to get a response and, and hear what our friend has to say and not, not just to give a voice to our own thoughts. Next one is not to interrupt one another. I got to get better at that because i am so guilty of it way way too often so the way to do it is that when the other person is speaking you have to clear your mind of what you know about the topic so you can give the other person full attention if you're thinking of response while the other person is speaking, planning of what you're going to say next, then you'll never reach a higher level of conversation because that demands setting aside your opinions and, and preconceived notions. You have to be spontaneous and you got to let conversation come alive. You got to free yourself from set replies and responses and Whatever you always say, you got to get absorbed and enveloped in what other person is saying and let your answers emanate straight from your personality and trusting in who you are and not what you know. The reason we find so hard not to interrupt one another may be because most of our conversations are the information swapping kind. If the other person's words are just a trigger for us to respond with our pre-recorded idea, with what we always say, then as soon as he brings up a topic about which we have something to say, then waiting becomes a challenge. Why wait till the other person is finished when we already have our answer formed? I know what I want to say. Stop. I can't listen to you anymore. Right? That sounds familiar? But the wise person does not find it a challenge. Why? Because he doesn't know what he's going to say. He doesn't know what he's going to say until after the other person has finished speaking. Now the final piece of the puzzle is not to respond in haste. After you clear your mind for your friend to speak, look deep inside your personality to see what's there. Don't worry, don't go for speed, go for quality. Let the true feelings on the matter be reflected in your answer. In a sense, this is the climax of the conversation. The moment when you let other person's thoughts intertwine with your own to arrive at new ideas. It requires peace of mind and the strength of character to overcome this urge to respond before having looked inside your own personality and thought the matter through and through. These are exactly the traits that make this kind of talking the most pleasurable and the most meaningful. It's like creating new worlds. Obviously, for this to work, you need need at least two people with the same mindset. And it's not easy because our minds are in haste. Remember we spoke uh, a couple of episodes ago about thin slicing and how our minds make snap judgments all the time? We always rush, our thoughts are always running. So to get ourselves to slow down and not feel awkward by taking time to respond is more of a challenge than you think. It's more of a challenge than I thought. I try to employ this approach Few days ago when uh, having a meeting with the ceo of our boot camp and i really tried to just focus on his words and quiet down all possible responses popping up in my head but it's not easy you hear something and it almost automatically comes to mind oh yes he said this it reminds me of a story and so on and so on so to quiet yourself down and submerge in other person's thoughts and words is difficult but it, it seems to be so rewarding so who wants to have a conversation like this i want do you let me know you can get in touch with me on twitter at podcast human you you can contact us through our facebook page at human touch podcast or you can send me an email human touch podcast at icloud.com please do not forget to give me a rating and a review on itunes or podcast app or wherever else you listen it's so important to let others know about this podcast so there can be more of us joining this conversation and the conversation will continue next time all the best bye